how to plan and handle ongoing development with WordPress development teams. Now, regardless of whether your development team is in-house or you're working with an agency or freelancers, a rule of thumb is you should be planning for ongoing development work, meaning development work that uh, happens on an ongoing basis. The reason for that is that uh, a good chunk of development itself, especially in kind of in the WordPress field, requires to be kind of nurtured and improved, su uh, improved, supported, and done again on a regular basis. Now, there are some things that are more or less visual, but you also need to account for WordPress core updates and, uh, you know, plugin updates, stability, compatibility, ongoing monitoring for speed, uh, kind of code reviews for security issues, and a bunch of other things that happen throughout the kind of ongoing development of a WordPress project. On top of that, uh, you need to consider the fact that the project, you know, having a website, it's a living thing. You're probably adding and editing content, probably kind of requesting new features, uh, combining some stuff here and there, categorizing. Now, it, it all may seem uh, straightforward or intuitive, but that's not always the case. Sometimes it really means that the more you keep adding data, the more you keep storing logs or kind of uh, security kind of tokens or whatever it is, uh, the more you need to account for scaling your platform. And that's one of the most common uh, problems that we face with uh, customers who come with us that they say, well, you know, our platform used to work until, you know, six months ago or so, and, and suddenly it started crashing and, you know, it's extremely slow, it, it can't handle the load, and our developers can't, uh, can't really fix it. And of course, uh, people specialize in, in kind of in different things, and the vast majority of the developers, they're used to building, uh, you know, more simple projects or kind of sites that don't handle that much traffic or, you know, they can kind of push through the first year of a project or maybe two, but as soon as it starts scaling or as soon as you start adding new systems and tools, then it gets a little bit trickier. So you simply need to have that expertise, which is why some companies and some consultants uh, profile in technical consulting for the enterprise. Simply because there are different problems that the enterprise customers face that not every other client faces with uh, a WordPress project. So how to, how to handle all of that? How to make sure that your team is up to speed? How to handle the timeframes and, and everything in between? Now, uh, first off, there are two different uh, methodologies for building projects. The first and, uh, and the most popular one is waterfall. The waterfall methodology is uh, pretty simple. You come up with a kind of list of requirements, you do the specs, you do design, development, testing, deliver the project, and you're good to go. Now, that's how uh, most projects used to be done up until kind of 20 years ago and even 10 years ago. But since then, a new methodology became more popular due to the uh, increasing dynamics of the development space, meaning that projects are delivered much sooner, there's a lot more competition, hardware is uh, much cheaper, there are lots of uh, tools ready to kind of pick up and build something and spin it off at uh, little to no cost. So again, competition is fierce, which means that you need to move uh, 10 times faster than what you had to do kind of a decade ago. And 
the, the way Agile works is you have ongoing development and this ongoing development is broken down into sprints. Those sprints are usually, say, a two-week sprint or a month-long sprint. You plan the task for the sprint, you iterate, deliver, jump on to the next sprint. So it helps you to launch specific changes in a uh, faster fashion without having to merge a new version, version that has been developed for the past six or nine months over the course of weeks with, uh, you know, kind of preventing different regressions from happening. So Agile is uh, kind of more popular, that's what kind of support and maintenance teams do, and some development companies do that as well. When we coined the WordPress retainers term uh, about five or six years ago, that's kind of what we had in mind. Uh, basically, it's ongoing kind of consultancy partnership development for enterprises and for high-scale teams and companies that need ongoing WordPress development. And uh, the thing is, kind of one of the trickiest things to do with a developer, or kind of the same things applies, uh, if the same thing applies if you have uh, full-time or a part-time development on-site, right? Because this person is allocated for a certain number of hours and you want to make sure that their time is spent in the best way possible. So there are different ways to distribute work for them so that they can uh, kind of help you push the project further in different ways, be it stability, new features, performance, some consulting, R&D, and so on. Uh, so the first thing, again, is uh, trying to understand how much resources are available or kind of what's the, more or less the pace that you're ready to, to move forward with. Because, of course, you can get uh, more or less the same team uh, and pay them for 10 hours a month or 160 hours a month and you're definitely going to get different results. Not only you would have 16 times the results with the second plan, but it also means a couple other things. First, some features are going to be launched sooner. And second, it doesn't mean that it's going to necessarily be 16 times faster. Because most of the phases mean that uh, you should be involved in the process, you should come up with feedback, you should review iterations, and, and basically it's a more complex process that depends on multiple parties. Or if you have vendors, you may be waiting for their responses or their reviews, approvals, different types of applications. So again, finding the, the best option somewhere in the middle is important. And this is best coordinated according to your plans, uh, milestones, budget, and the availability of your team and their uh, recommendations as well. But given the fact that you have a certain kind of ballpark of hours, what's the best way to, to allocate this work? Now, we do employ two different approaches here at Devrix that help us do that for our ongoing customers, simply because we have uh, you know, more than 20 clients on ongoing retainers. Some have been with us for over three years and the process has been polished more or less so that it works pretty much for everyone. Now, uh, if we look at the number of hours on a monthly basis and let's say, it's a, let's say it's a 100 hours contract a month. Now, we try to do a couple of things. The first one is trying to allocate the hours in a somewhat equalized way over time. Meaning that if we have a 100 hours contract, we try to plan our team, team's availability, on a weekly basis for about 25 hours of work. Of course, we have extra buffers to do some stuff sooner or to put, let's say, 40 hours this week, 10 hours next week, and then 25 each for the coming two weeks. But again, as a rule of thumb, it's, it's uh, easier to, to kind of plan the work in equal portions throughout the month. And the reason being, again, some of 
the features or some of the requirements simply simply take time due to third-party vendors or other partners or or other folks involved in the process and when you have this then you need to make sure that like if you have 50 hours collected for two weeks you can't necessarily do a certain portion of work within a week especially when this work may be dependent on different parties like a back-end developer and front-end developer maybe testers project manager and other folks involved in the process so that's one thing trying to, to kind of break the work down into different pieces uh, often yields better results and of course most companies they already do have some sort of a roadmap so this roadmap can be simply be kind of planned throughout the month so that the development team or the developers can uh, organize their sprints in a decent manner like if you have 100 hours of work with a 100 hour retainer of course you, you can say well I see a few tasks here we can probably launch two over the next coming uh, over the next couple of weeks and then another two or three over the other couple of weeks uh, considering that you know both chunks take about 50 hours of work combined so that's kind of the the life hack that most uh, most kind of dev teams try to apply when developing on an ongoing basis WordPress projects but uh, it's it's highly likely that you cannot plan for the entire buffer of your development company and more importantly it's not smart to book 100% of their time simply because there are ongoing things in the roadmap so the second thing that we do as a process is we break down the monthly work in four different chunks now the first one is urgent things this is the thing that you know takes precedence regardless of what's happening could be an outage downtown uh, downtime server issue some other hardware malfunction third-party service stopped working some stuff like that you know it happens every now and then we are trying to keep that to a minimum uh, oftentimes it's outside of our control but of course this is the the number one priority number two is the roadmap for the month meaning the types of things we need that we need to do throughout this month uh, and of course this is usually planned at the beginning of the month uh, again we try to break it down into phases and this is the main thing we work on unless there are specific emergencies or other urgent stuff that has to happen within the day or within a couple days so again first we have emergencies and urgent stuff second we have our ongoing roadmap number three is uh, general maintenance slash gardening this is again plugin updates ensuring compatibility stability measuring performance trying to find other areas that need work uh, and keeping the website up to speed and you know handling different unexpected cases in different manners like again if there's an outage we try to kind of patch it so that the site is live and in the meantime we're working on a more permanent fix for example and number four is coming up with ideas and suggestions for improvements uh, for the upcoming sprints because sometimes we may not necessarily have kind of enough work on our own but we do maintain a list of different suggestions and ideas a backlog of ideas that we implement uh, whenever we have some extra spare room could be ideas for redesign improving user experience for some stuff uh, improving kind of different uh, data storage capabilities uh, testing upcoming features or uh, a bunch of other things so this way you as a business owner marketing director someone who's in charge of engineers uh, you can kind of apply those techniques in order to work with your development company or development team in-house uh, and again this is a fairly efficient process just make sure you plan for it in the long run again uh, development is not a one-off activity 
it's it's something that you need to ca take care of in the long run it feels much uh, less problematic if you invest the time on an ongoing basis on regular intervals as compared to just cancelling all that work for six months and then piling up lots of works and updates uh, potential again regressions or other stuff that may happen in the process so yeah that's uh, that's pretty much it uh, my name is Mario Pesci from Devrix uh, and I'm running the WordPress for small and medium enterprise show if you have any questions my new website is uh, mariopesci.com uh, my WordPress stuff is on devwp.eu. If you have some specific WordPress questions, feel free to add me on LinkedIn, Quora, or other sources. And happy to chat other WordPress topics. If you have other ideas in mind, let me know and would be happy to record another episode for you.